All right, welcome back to another episode of Marketing Corner. You're tuning in to episode 49, and today we're going to be talking about productivity, productivity hacks. Mm -hmm. mm, something like I feel like that's been talked about forever. Yeah. Like something everyone is always talking about how to be more productive. Mm -hmm. It's not just in marketing, but just in general. So we thought, let's talk about it today. Mm -hmm. And um, it's kind of funny because like, I don't think I'm perfect at any, like uh, I do some of these things we're talking about today, but there's also things where I'm like, I wish I did this. Yeah. Uh, I think that should be good, but here we are. Here we are. We're imperfect humans. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. So but I think uh, what's interesting about this topic is, and we were talking about this earlier, we're both parents to two small kids. Yeah. You're running a business. I have an executive position. Yeah. We also kind of want to have hobbies. I do boxing. Yeah. You know, I've got a dog that needs walking. Like, there's a lot of demands on my time. So, in a way, I think my lifestyle, very similar to probably yours, has demanded that we are as productive as possible. 100%. Because if not, we either don't ever see our kids or <laughs> we never leave our office or and, and this is not a like this is not to discriminate anyone but i've heard multiple people and I'm, I'm, now that i'm a business owner myself i'm like really um hiring people who are parents is really not a bad idea sometimes like mm -hmm. yeah most of the time because like get shit done, done. <laughs> like like we know i have to be out of here at three i'm like yeah. okay but then you're only gonna work until three yeah, yeah but i'm gonna get shit done because yeah. like i need to be out three yeah and then i might respond to emails later but trust me Mm -hmm. uh, I'll get it done. Yeah, yeah. And and that's just different. Like that I didn't have that mentality before I because then I was like before you had kids, I was like, Yeah, I'll just stay a little bit later and mm -hmm. then I'll finish it then. I still I still rushed things, but it was not like the same level of methodical action around yeah, it. Like uh, Exactly. I think it's definitely I don't, this isn't really the top of the podcast, but this came up earlier. I was meeting with uh, some members of the kind of leadership team, and I was the only one in, in that particular group that had children, and they were feeling really stressed, and they were like, I'm going to work on it. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Pre-kid Jen would probably feel the same. Yeah. But now I'm like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, everything's going to so be great. There's so much worse things that can happen. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> than if we don't get this campaign done or, you know. Yeah. So I think it, it helps put things in perspective and and – yeah, it forces you to just be as productive as you humanly can yeah. be. And then there's a really good trick that I learned, which is uh, I have an hour commute home. Okay. Not everyone has that. Yeah. But hitting a certain point of my commute home, um, they say take off the armor yeah. and then go into mom mode. Because ah, the thing that I really struggled with, and this is what happens for people who work from home, is how to stop that work mode when it's family time. Makes and sense. even if it's with your partner and you have no kids or it's you and your dog or your cats or whatever you do, yeah. To have that divide, I think, also helps improve your productivity. Yes. To have that separation. So that's one of the hacks that I, I picked up over the, the the year or so of having a job and a kid is when I hit this, there's a station that's 20 minutes from home. And I knew as soon as I hit that, laptop off, podcast on, as in a fun podcast. And getting into mom mode so that when I walk through the door, I'm mom. Yeah, and I think that's super smart, and it's yeah. something I could learn from. I don't have mm -hmm. that much commute. I have like 15 minutes on a bike, right? So, uh, yeah. so, and sometimes I, I, I find myself. I just entered home, and the first thing I do is check my phone. Like, come on, like super yep. weird, right? So, so yeah. uh, I could. That's my tip for you. Take off yeah. your armor. Yeah, it's you know, a good five one. minutes from home, and then you're in dad mode. Um, All right. What are, what are some of the what are some of the productivity hacks you do beyond that, like on, on work? Like, yeah. So when I'm at office, one of the things that I instituted was uh, meeting free Thursdays. Okay, cool. Um, and this is actually actually in my interview. I remember saying in my interview, this is one thing I want to do. I want to have one meeting free day a week. And everyone in the interview was like, that's never going to happen. And I met with my team and I said, guys, if we 
reject meetings on this day, then it will t carry on. Yeah. And so it started with a growth initiative and then it became a RevOps and growth initiative and then it became C-level. And so like there's meeting fee Thursdays has kind of become a thing now. I love which it. Which is great because the more people who respect it, the less likely they are to book you on a Thursday. Yeah. So um, I would hide the amount of stuff I get done, no Slack, no email, maybe occasional yeah. email, but I am strategizing. Do sales um, do it? No. No, I was gonna say, it's like, like Sorry, I sales. would love to implement it, but I'm like, if somebody's gonna say, hey, can you meet on Thursday? And I'm like, your potential client? Of course I can. Like, um, yes. Yeah. And if I'm dealing like, yeah, if there's something where I'm dealing with an overseas or an external yeah. partner and like, they can only do Thursdays, it's fine. But it's but a principle. Internally, it's That's a principle. Yeah. Um, and like on Meeting Free Thursday, I was able to map out a PLG play. I was yeah, able to come up with an exactly. OKR framework, you know, like, it's really helpful to shut off and actually be able to think. So that's one thing yeah. I would strongly, strongly advise everyone do. You don't think you can, but you can. Yeah, there is Love a way it. to do it. Love it. How about you? Uh, I like. Uh, I try. I try. Like a lot of these things, I'm not perfect. So, but I try to live by uh, this thing called eat the frog principle. Yeah. Uh, essentially, that just means like uh, do the worst thing in the morning. Like mm -hmm. do the thing you least want to do in the morning. I uh, I did it today. I, I didn't completely do it a hundred percent, but I did, I had a task where I like, ugh. like for instance, I had to send some invoices and stuff. And it's like, uh, it's just, it has to get done. So I did that the first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, and now I do the last thing of the day is doing podcasts, which is the one I really love to whoop do. Whoop. So, uh, yeah. Um, but, but, uh, so I try to do that. I, I can, I, I can testify that I don't do it every day. Sometimes I get to do the last the thing I want to, to do at least the last of the day, but most of the days I try to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's, I think it's just a good principle. Like, it's just like, get the worst stuff done, get it out of the way, because yeah. then the rest of the stuff is just going to seem a lot easier, too. Yeah, and I think that's, yeah, that, that thing that you don't want to do, you're going to have to do it eventually. Yeah, you might as you well have to do it. it. Rip the band-aid off, as yeah. you would say, yeah. rather than uh, prolonging it. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Exactly, agreed. Nice. Um, one of the other things I do at work, I only accept meetings that have an agenda. I like that. So it's I like that a lot. real quick chat. They're yeah. never a quick chat. If it doesn't have an agenda, I'm gonna say no thanks. This is probably this can probably be a Slack message. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like mm -hmm. that a lot. That's really good. Uh, we had that in United FinTech. Okay. Uh, we implemented that there, and I, I think it was really good. It wasn't everyone who obeyed it, but but um, us who did was it was good. Yeah. And it forced you to rethink why you did meetings. Yeah. Why do you, Why are we having this meeting? What it's is funny? Like we had a bunch of Germans, and the Germans <laughs> were really good at this. I, I, don't <laughs> I think it's like a cultural thing, but they were like, "Hey, there's no agenda. Why are we talking?" Like. Uh, yeah, but uh, put an agenda. We're not talking. Okay, cool. I'll put an agenda. <laughs> yeah. right. And then you learn it the hard way, but I, yeah. I liked it. It, it. The only thing is I also have to remember to do it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. You know? No, so, it so goes both ways. Like, like oh, oh, yeah, the purpose of this and always put in like, I want to talk to you guys. The purpose of is this because it's the worst when you get in a meeting and that's when you tell someone this is what I need from you. Yeah. Right? You give them time to prepare and, and make the most of that meeting, make it more effective. But after I've, I've like, I think I always, I did it before as well, but I, I really started doing it now to have an agency because like, especially like when I have a, have, if you have a few freelancers too, and like, mm. and, and I have a, like a lot of the client works, so there's a lot of clients, a lot of stuff going on. So I'm like, okay, this client, we need to do this, 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 this. So, hey, let's find a meeting tomorrow and let's talk about all these things. Mm -hmm. And then I've kind of set the agenda. Uh, nice. So so it kind of works. Yeah. One of the things um, uh, I, I like to do a, a lot these days is uh, have like uh, uh, I, I say no to a lot of things. Mm. Like I, I say no to a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> and um, it's not something I've been good at in the past, but it's something it's actually like a skill. 
like yeah. getting to a point. So, so no, I have a lot of followers. I have a eight, not a lot, but not Leah a lot, right? But hey, Leah. I have a hey, Leah, shout out. Uh, but I have eight thousand or something almost, and so I get a lot of messages almost every day. And people, not only you always get the you know salespeople like hey, uh, here I have a software development, but you also get stuff. Hey, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? And I try to say yes to as much as I possibly can because mm-hmm. I believe in karma and I believe in getting out there. It's all good, but I've also like. I also know when to say no, mm-hmm. and I've gotten really good at that. And especially internally, also in front of clients, I'm like, "Yeah, that's great. I think it's a great idea, but we're not supposed to do that. We're not going to do that. Like, okay. that's not where we're going to spend our time because then we're spending our time wrong." Yeah. Uh, and in front of clients, and I got client feedback. They're like, "That's great. People never say no to us." <laughs> <laughs> I like, think with clients too, I imagine from a consultancy point of view, it's very important to set those parameters. Yeah. Of what you can expect from me, because one of the things I was talking about with a mentorship group was. No one's going to remember the person who said yes to everything. No. They're going to remember the person who had an impact. Yeah. So if you're spreading yourself super thin and you're and this applies for agencies, it applies for life, it applies for jobs. If you're spreading yourself way too thin and doing a lot of little things that don't matter, you're not going to be the one having the impact. Exactly. So it's really important to be able to say no. Yes, 100%. And I've gotten really good at it the last few years. Uh, yeah. In the <clears throat> beginning, I would just say yes to everything. I would just, like the things you get overburdened. Mm. Like a lot of the things are a lot not impactful. You end up saying yes to things that you really shouldn't have said yes to. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, do you want to? Like sometimes, hey, do you want to come talk in front of these five people that are not relevant to you or not like well, like mm. yeah. And sometimes I do these things, and and but sometimes I'm like yeah, and you need to prepare like a two hour presentation. Like, okay, the value mm-hmm. behind like that's probably not what I should say yes to this week. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right. So the ROI on that. Yeah, I think one of the important tools. For that has helped me with saying no is if I imagined I was paid hourly. Yeah, that's a good if way. If I'm being pa- paid hourly, how much would this, would yeah. I charge to do this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if it's not really something that you want to be doing, and th- yeah, then I think it, it helped for me. It kind of puts it into a perspective that helps. No, absolutely. And I like, I've also like, it's a, it's a good way when you're an agency, sometimes you can use your price as a filter. Like mm. it's just sometimes I've gotten like client like I had a, literally had one yesterday. I was like, hey, do you guys want to look through this, this, and this uh, for us like a one off? And I was like, nope, no, nope, <laughs> nope. No. Yeah, we can do it, but then it's gonna cost you this. Yeah, like and then we need to buy more than just one. I don't want to. I don't want to dive into something for one or two hours for p- p- peanuts. Like, and yeah. yeah, that's not how I work. So and they were like, okay, but you're really expensive. Yeah, but that's yeah, okay, cool, yeah. sure. See ya. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, so it's a Ferrari. I'd love one, but <laughs> I'd love one, but uh, if you can't afford it, you can't, can't afford, afford it. it. Yeah, like, uh, this what it is, right? Uh, yeah. Nice one. What else do you have on the list? Um, yeah. So one of the things that has really helped me from being distracted and helped me focus is turning off my push notifications, specifically on Slack. That's and I can't say I do that. But, yeah, and yeah. email. Um, when you get the little, I think it's called the phantom or the little ghost oh, that God. pops up. Yeah. I've turned all of that off. So smart. If I I'm working. I don't have a little red dot. I hate the red dot. So on my phone, everything, yeah. when that little red push notification pops up, I have to get rid of it, yeah, which uh, is how uh, they uh. built it because Apple are really fucking smart. Smart but people. Yeah. So I turn off all the Slack notifications and email notifications. I need to do that. Yes, you Thanks do. for sharing that because I really fucking need to do that. Because that like, goes off during the podcast. Yeah, yeah we priorities. like, yeah, come on. Casper's <laughs> such a rookie. Such, <laughs> are you new here? Yeah. Have, have you done this thing before? Have you done before? this before? Like, yeah. What are you, 8, what are you doing? Like, are you what a, not a subject matter expert. No, sure. definitely not. <laughs> no. Shout out to episode number 47. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, but uh, no, I think that's a great one. Like, and I yeah. definitely should that. I check my emailware too often and yes. notifications and whenever they come in, I check them. Like I'm totally, yeah, it's a problem. I think it's a problem. It's become worse after I had my own business because I was like, ooh, it's a. Is there a, a deal? Is it, there a deal? Is there a deal or a client who wants yeah. something who's panicking or everything's yeah. urgent? Like, uh, and I just need to <laughs> chill yeah. a little bit. That's good. Um, so one of the things I, I try to do, I don't like a lot of people write this down. I don't do that, but is to have like, I won't say I don't have a to-do list uh, for the day, but what I do have is like, I call it a must win list. Okay. I think we talked before you called it, you consider this done list. Yeah. Like, a it's, um, today is done if. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you I, I have, I call mine a must win list. So That's it's cool. more like I need. I need to do this today. This, mm -hmm. I must win this today. Mm -hmm. And today I had, uh, I'm planning a webinar, so I needed to set, do some preparation for it. I needed to have that done today. And I had a setup for a client or around some soft conversion stuff uh, we mm -hmm. talked about. I needed to have that done today. So those were my two must wins today. And mm -hmm. of course record here, but but those, I needed to get that done at all costs. Yeah. So, um, so everything else was important, but I needed to get those done. I think that's, for me also, it helps with the prioritization. It helps yeah. saying no. Yes. Sorry, this isn't on my list. But I think also, like, mentally, it gives you that feeling of, ah. Oh, yeah. Like, I finished my day. I can go home and be mom or be. I'm happy because like, I did my must wins. Then everything else I did on top of that, amazing. But I needed to do these two things to at least go home happy. I can't. Exactly. Go and it's home also happy. Like, and it's also like, I also forced myself to say, because, uh, like, we talked about this, like, being parents, right? Mm. Like, I need to pick up my kid at three. I yeah. need to have this done before three. Yeah. Like, I'm... I'm <laughs> Unless like your kid's just going to stand in the parking lot, like... Ah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. And I think it's uh, something I thought a lot about recently. It's also that being your own boss now or like... So, of course, I have employees with me on a team. But also before when you, a lot of people now are doing their own consultancy thing or being their own boss. Awesome. Like, one-man army. But when you're a one-man army, there's no one setting boundaries for you. Correct. There's no one telling you, hey, this like maybe a client does, but beyond that, there's no one telling you, hey, this should be done today. Yeah. So setting these must wins gives you some sort of pressure. And that little bit of pressure, uh, don't get me wrong, you don't have too much pressure, yeah. but a little bit of pressure, that's actually really good. Yeah. And I found that is, before I had a team, I was like, I have, sometimes things blended and I would sit in the evening and my work-life balance was shit. But then I, now I have a team and now I like the team needs me. So I need to have this done for my team or I mm -hmm. need to leave at that point and blah, blah, blah. That's really good for me because mm -hmm. that puts me in a place where I'm like, oh, I, can, I need to have this done. So yeah, my my own personal boundary is uh, dinners at six thirty. Yeah, and I'm not checking my phone. No, good. because I don't want my kids checking their phones. No. So I got it. But that's kind of my cutoff point yeah. is I have to be present and available. And afterwards, yeah, I can work in the night if I have to. Yeah. Shit happens. But that's my. I think it's important to have that cutoff of once I've done this, I'm done. Yeah. I don't yeah. take meetings between five and eight, uh, five and nine actually, mm -hmm. but, but only if it's super urgent, like, uh, something crashed or a yeah. client is going to something, something, uh, rarely happens. Uh, I did sometimes before I started Sparkforce cause it was outside of my work hours. Mm -hmm. So that's when I had the time a little bit. Uh, but and but now it's only if it's like a potential client yeah. that, that's when I'm gonna take it. But uh, beyond that, I I don't between five and nine. That's I don't yeah. can't almost can't get a hold of me. Yeah. Um. So um, I do that. Um. Next point. Um. I think we both do this a lot, but productivity like a lot of people are afraid to do this, uh, but delegating. <laughs> Like, uh, it sounds like the most simple thing in the world, but mm -hmm. but I've, I've seen so many leaders and people who are really bad at this. Yeah. Like, really, really bad yeah. at this. And for me, it's always been like, 
I my goal is always to delegate as much as possible. Yeah. And don't don't take this the wrong way. I don't want my employee like the employees to feel stressed when I'm not. Like <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want it's them to be dumping. like, hey, what up, yo? You're, you're super busy. I'm just gonna leave it to go home and chill, drink a margarita, yeah. have a good time. That's not what I do. But I I'm gotta more pay like, my kids. So yeah. if you could finish this for me, yeah, we don't want to do that. No, but but delegating things so. In this case, or for so I can spend time on what's valuable, where where I'm good. Mm-hmm. That's been super. Like that's one of the best productivity hacks. Yeah, absolutely. And I think actually this is something I struggled with. Yeah. Moving from um what we would call an IC, an individual contributor, to a people manager. Yeah. Was letting go, and I think it's because you don't want to give people the shitty jobs. Yes. Right. You kind of feel like, don't worry, I'll deal. I'll do all this admin because I don't want to give you the admin because I was the one that had all the admin dumped on them so that the you know upper management could go have their margarita, whatever yeah. it is. So I understand what it's like. But then one of the things that actually one of my own team members said is, Jen, if you, one, if you are doing this, you are not looking strategically, which is going to hurt us in the long run. And two, it kind of signals to us that you don't trust us to handle it. Exactly. I think that's that's and my that's, most important one. And I think that's the mind frame you have to have as a leader is it's not dumping shit on people. It's I trust you to run with this, and exactly. if I'm going to take over part of it. I'm not letting you own it. I'm not letting. I'm not empowering you. I'll use a personal example here. So, um, so I hired. Um, I have a guy on my team. I call Johannes, and uh, Johannes is pretty green. Like he's done some marketing for before, but hasn't doesn't have a lot of experience. So, but I, I knew that, and I brought mm-hmm. him in. And right off the bat, I started giving him tasks, and he would be sometimes he would be a little bit terrified. I'm like, I've never done this before. I'm like, I know. That's the point. But, you're, but that's the point. <laughs> Like, you need to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, there needs to be a first time. So here you go. I'll help you all. I'm here all o- along the way, but this is now your responsibility. Here you go. Mm-hmm. And having worked with uh, other, have had other leaders in my past where they have like, hey, uh, hey, take care of this. Okay, I'll take care of it. I just need to check it. Uh, and this guy also needs to check it. And mm-hmm. by the way, before you launch it, I also need this and this and this. This okay. person also needs to double check. And I'm like, you're not delegating or you're not delegating with responsibility. Yeah. You're delegating like you're micromanaging. Yeah. Essentially, right? Yeah. If and I own this, let me own it. Yeah. 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 So it's like it's Don't it's, dip in when it yeah. 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 And and the problem is it 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 hurts productivity so much because mm-hmm. it creates these massive bottlenecks, right? Yeah. Where like, okay, but hey, you told me to have it approved by you before I launched it and now I've waited 2 hours or a day or yeah. a week uh, because you haven't had time to approve it. So I always tell my team, guys, like, unless it's super urgent, assume that it's okay. Yeah, just like, go. Like, uh, there's a few things. Yes, I want to see those things. But most of the things, I'm okay. And they still check with me. I'm like, every time they check, I'm like, I don't need to see this. Go. <laughs> I mean, as long as they're not, like, doing anything offensive. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, and I've had moments where I'd be like, just go. And then maybe upper management are like, hey, that ad was a little... Pushy not, or... Yeah, uh, just something. like the wrong color. Yeah, or, yeah. you know, and it's like, okay, not the end of the world. Point taken. We'll, we'll adjust. But it's... Again, it goes back to what we were talking about, I think, back in um, episode, what was it, 47, when we yeah. were talking about taking sales calls and becoming yeah. a subject matter expert. Like, the amount of times it's exploded in your face versus the amount of times it's been fine. Is, is, is non-debatable. It's, like, exactly. It's not, it's, not, it's not even something you should consider because, yeah. like, the ratio is totally off. Exactly. And uh, remember, we had a few cases where United Fintech were like, most of the time, people didn't bother. But then once they did bother, everyone would fucking panic. And it would be like, oh, there's a spelling mistake, everyone. There's a spelling mistake. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, shit happens. happens. Like, come yeah, on, guys. It's not, uh, first of all, and who ha- like, who's going to notice? Like, uh, but, but secondly, okay, 
shit happens, right? Yeah. Like it's been one out of a hundred posts that we have a spelling mistake. I think we're gonna be fine. We're gonna be okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so delegate and delegate with trust and responsibility. That's yeah. the best way. Uh, I found that that as a productivity hack, this works. Mm-hmm. I have one more here. Um, this is a bit more. I use it once in a while. It's, I wish I used it more often, but it's more like for I want important slash. It's, I use it more for when people think things are important. It's something called the uh, Eisenhower matrix, or essentially it's called uh, important slash urgent matrix. I was going to say, do you call it the Eisenhower matrix? No, I don't call it like this. <laughs> thing, uh, <laughs> when you use it. Hold on, I'm, everyone. I'm being let theoretical just, here, guys, which is not my forte. <laughs> let me just get out the Eisenhower matrix, everyone. I'll be right with you. <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, no, but you're totally right. <laughs> But essentially, what what it boils down to is just it, it is just like four quadrants that helps you define how urgent or important a thing is. So you can have like the four things are like something that's important and urgent. Mm. You can have something that's important, not urgent, and you can have something not important and urgent, and not important and not urgent. So the not important, not urgent. Eh, <laughs> see ya. The important and urgent, okay, we deal with that right now. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, uh, then you have important and not urgent. Those are the like, okay, strategically, we, we need to do this, but it's not something that has to be done today. So we mm-hmm. prioritize it and put it in, in our to-do list for w- the coming weeks or yep. whatever. And then you have not important but urgent, which is like, uh, hey, I'm going to be a little bit ballsy here, but like... Uh, what, what, oh, let, let's fix the GDPR. Uh, like a new rule happened with GDPR. Let's fix it. Uh, it feels super urgent, but it's actually not that important right now. Like it's more important that we launch this campaign, or more yeah, important. Yeah. That, uh, it's not orders. as time sensitive. It's right? not time sensitive. Yeah. It's 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 fine. You need to do it, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good exercise also to ask your team. Yeah. You know when when they're coming to you with stuff and it's like, where does this sit on the Eisenhower matrix? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's true. It, it's. Everyone thinks their stuff is urgent. Everyone thinks it's important and urgent all the time. All the time. Everything they do. And you have to kind of stop, pull back and go, think. Yeah. Of my time. What What do you need to get out of me right now? Again, if I'm paid hourly. Yes. What do you want to invest your money in? Is it proofreading your social media post? Yeah. Or is it, you know, coming up with this uh, new campaign proposal? Exactly. <laughs> what, what is a good use of our time? We did uh, We did an email push for some of the, for some mm-hmm. of the webinars and stuff we did. And... And I was like to the team, and the team was doing, we were doing a bunch of different things, a little bit scattered. I was like, guys, what's the most important thing we need to do right now? We need to follow up on this. That's mm. important. That's urgent. And we need to promote the thing we have coming up because otherwise no people is going to show up. Yeah, that's time sensitive. It's time sensitive. Yeah. So it's urgent and important. Okay. And like that thing you're doing over there, that's important, but it's not super urgent. Like we can launch that in a week. That's okay. Mm-hmm. And and so I didn't still like do the matrix in front of them, but essentially that was the conversation yeah. we it's had. It's a prioritization. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I usually, yeah, prioritization is important for me and time sensitive. Yeah, exactly. A webinar's coming. We need time to promote it, get that done first. Next, next, next. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it, once you get into this, like the idea of thinking that way, like everything becomes easier. Mm. Like a lot of things become easier. I like... Um, I used to have uh, a coworker, uh, uh, think, uh, who's, uh, who's a lawyer, he used to be a lawyer, and he had this matrix. I really, really, it was the same matrix essentially, but also something. Um, he also he used the same matrix just for for what can hurt the business. Mm. So what is um, what is something that uh, how likely is it to happen? Mm. 
-hmm. is it very likely to happen and will hurt us a lot? Mm -hmm. Then we probably need to act. Yeah. And uh, not to use the GDPR frame again, but it's very, it will hurt us, yes, but it's very unlikely to happen. Like, mm -hmm. did you get hit with a GDPR fine if you're a small company? Yeah. Let's say that as an example. It's very unlikely that it will happen. It would hurt us, not it hurt us quite a bit. So do we need to act on it right now? Probably not, because like, it's very unlikely. Mm. And he used that matrix. And whenever we had a important decisions, he would always draw that matrix. Yeah. Where, where is that? I was like, it's probably down here. Okay, do we, do we need to act and on it? everyone uh, calm down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. Really, like, really helpful, actually. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, I have two. Yeah. more before we wrap up yeah. um one letting go of perfectionism we talked yeah, a little bit about in a previous it, yeah, episode 80 percent done is better than 100 percent. and yeah. one of the things we also do mvp minimum yes. viable product mvp is this level version one is this version two is that and yeah. that helps um with the relaxing a little bit about 100%. how perfect it has to be there's a concept in, in growth hacking in the growth process that we call minimum viable test and that's uh, yeah. the same principle. We're like, what's the what's the smallest thing that we can do to prove if something works? Yeah, and that's this, it goes in with the same principle around like sometimes you just need to ship something even just though it's not it perfect, but it tests the hypothesis you have yeah. or something, right? Is this worth investing more time and resources? Exactly. Yeah, like uh, that's I do like it a with lot. our pricing page, right? We did a pricing page test. It was a HubSpot landing page, quick and dirty. Yeah. We figured out what worked and what didn't, and then we had our you know web designer build something exactly, and hard code it, and love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my last one before we wrap up, maybe a little bit more of a fun one. Yeah. Do you listen to music? I do. What do you listen to? When I need to get shit done, I have a dance playlist, like techno stuff playlist. Oh, my God. And when I need to uh, just think strategically or focus a little bit, I have to, like, I have, like, I use different kinds of music, like the classical music and stuff like that. Yeah. But when, I, when, I, when I'm in a rush and I, like, boom, 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 I really need to push out some stuff, I have this, like... Uh, it's kind of like dead mouse kind of vibes. Oh and god, stuff. I was hoping you were gonna say like Aqua. No. <laughs> no, no. Venga Boys. My music taste is really weird. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. I get that from. So we have like one of the first things I implemented in Spark Force was Song of the Day Slack channel. Nice. So we dropped this Song of the Day, and after a few weeks with the with the whole of the forum with my team, you know, like. You, your music taste is a little bit weird, Casper. <laughs> like one day you're dropping like soundtracks from Disney movies, then you're classical music, then you're dropping Dead Mouse, then you're dropping heavy black metal, and then you're dropping the newest pop Danish, and like I'm all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think for me, yeah, it depends on what I'm doing. If I'm doing strategic, if I'm formulating a proposal, yeah. I have a, the morning classical. I think is a playlist on on Spotify, mm -hmm. yeah. and that's just like chill because I can't listen to words. If I'm listening to words and I'm trying to read something, I get Good real point. distracted. Yeah. But if I'm like get shit done, it's Robin. 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 Ah, cool. Yeah, because it's like upbeat enough. The yeah. lyrics. No offense, Robin, if you're listening, it's not terribly complex. No. It's. Chorus, it's, yeah, so I love, in, in 23, we used to put it on the Sonos, and that's kind of became my, Robin's Robin. my, my gal. Okay. And I'll say, before I get on stage, or if I have to do a presentation or anything, Lizzo. Okay. I have I have one song that I listen to before I have to, if I have to do something, really. Uh, mm -hmm. I have the tiger. Oh, God, you're such a cliche. <laughs> I am so, but it's not even like, and my wife laughs every time. Because, like, if it's something important, oh. I have the tiger. And whenever I went for an exam back when I was, like, studying... I have the tiger every single time. Okay. And I was standing there. I remember my dad, he, like, he would always, um, he would always, not shout, but, like, shout me in the face, like, who's the best? And I'm like, I'm the best. Oh I'm like, I can't hear you. I'm the best. Who's the? Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm the best, dad. I got it. I, like, you know what? Okay. But it fucking worked. I don't know. For I, the office fans, 
Dwight, yeah. <laughs> before he goes into a sales call, sits in the car, blasts metal, and punches the seat going, who's the best? Who's the best? That's fucking that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh I have the tiger, God. but that's fucking me. Oh, I love it. Okay. Mine is, yeah, yeah I like Lizzo because she says stuff like, it's bad bitch o'clock. Yeah. Like that, I'm like, yes, girl, it is. Let's go. Uh, uh, so, I, it's uh, actually now, okay, now we're going off the real tip. I kind of love it. This but is the fun part. This is the fun part. But here, like, uh, I used to work out a lot. I can't say I do that, that much more. I'm going to try again soon, hopefully. But... When I used to work out a lot, one of the things I did to motivate me, and here's super cliche, I listened to motivational videos on YouTube. Oh, man. I'm, I'm that guy. I'm, I'm the reason those guys, those videos work. Like these like uh, clips that stitch together with overlaying talk or like motivational speak with music a little bit and stuff. Oh, I ate that up. I, and I still sometimes when I watch them, I'm like, I'm pumped. I'm, I'm ready. I feel like working out. I'm not. If you could see my face, guys. Yeah, capture that i know and then my my wife laughs at me my sister laughs at me everyone laughs at me but I, okay. i'm just i'm here That's... i'm saying it works for me it maybe works for you i don't know but yeah okay maybe next time you get on stage i want you to think it's bad bitch o'clock <laughs> <laughs> we'll swap no next time when you're doing avs next week mm-hmm. i'll send you a motivational video and i have to deal tiger. listen to it deal and next time you're on Robin your webinar Lisso. when's your when's your webinar tuesday Okay, Lizzo and Robin, I'm going to sing you some songs. Deal, deal. It's on. Shake. Shake. Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) Holy shit. Well, listeners. uh, (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. If you want to be a cliche like us or like me. Maybe maybe we could create a playlist on Spotify and we can have our listeners. The cliche list or the get shit done list. The the marketing corner get shit done list. Buy it first here. (laughs) We'll link it in the show notes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.